Welcome to the Root Cause Revolution podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner, Audrey Christie. Hey friends, welcome to our final episode of 2022, our final episode of season six. Can you believe we're going into season seven? So I thought it would be appropriate to do a Ask Audrey episode for our final episode. Uh, and I've got some really, really great questions for you. So let's dive in. Oh, but first, before we dive in, we're going to be talking about um urinary health and pelvic maintenance. We're going to talk about vascular dementia. We're going to talk about essential oils. We're going to talk on perimenopause as well as liver detox pathways. And also what we're going to start out with is New Year's resolutions. Okay, so here's a couple things about New Year's resolutions. Number one, don't make them. (laughs) There's so many reasons energetically and, you know, from a, a natural perspective, so many reasons not to make New Year's resolutions, okay? Number one, they don't stick around. Number two, the winter is the worst time to try to change anything. You're supposed to be resting and gathering ideas for spring and summer when all of that energy comes out. Now, you don't have to take that completely literally, but every year in my private Facebook group, Women's Wellness Circle, always linked in the show notes, um, we go through, man, I failed on my New Year's resolutions again. Now, I have a long time been a proponent of no New Year's resolutions, but this year we're going to do something a little bit different. Here is the plan. So I do things on the New Year, around the New Year, not not specifically on New Year's Eve into New Year's. Um, I like to make vision boards, right, for the energy of like the tw- the coming year. I like to excavate and review lessons. What have I learned over the past 12 months? What are things I want to carry with me? And what are things I want to release? Now, given all of that, I still hard pass on New Year's resolutions. But whether or not you're making goals for yourself or not, um, I had an idea. And this came from working with my one-on-one patients and clients. Um, Over the years, they have often been excited about setting a new goal for a new year, but then anxiety kicks in on whether or not it'll stick. And then depression kicks in when it doesn't. So the last two years, I tested something on kind of a smaller scale. um, And what we did was each month we added a habit. And then by the end of the year, we had an average of 10 of the 12 habits that stuck around. Now, you might think, well, a year is such a long time to wait. It's such a long time to try and form a new habit. And you're not wrong. But what I've said from the beginning, from the beginning of this podcast, from the beginning of my career in natural medicine, is that you can't just fire hose habits. You can't just fire hose changes because they will not stick. It's too much at one time. So what you have to do is make small, sustainable shifts. So in the free private, I'll get it out in a minute, free private Facebook group in 2023. In fact, starting on the very first Wednesday of 2023, we are going to add one healthy habit a month. And then the next month, we will add a new habit on top of the old habit. And if you haven't been able to tell by my whole, you know, informational lesson that I just gave on why New Year's in the dead of winter is not the right time to be starting new habits, um, they're not going to be big, scary habits. We are not going to start running or even walking um, or doing anything that requires major physical output 
during the winter because that's not what wintertime is for. So we're going to start that starting on that Wednesday. If you haven't joined, I encourage you to come hang out with us. Um, I'm toying with the idea of sending it out to my newsletter as well. So if you aren't on the um, email list, if you aren't in the Facebook group, you can also maybe, we'll see, get it from my email list as well. Now, I'm going to dive right into these questions here because if you've been hanging out with me this long, you already know that I'm a root cause clinician and I help you to stop masking symptoms and start actually rebalancing your body so it can heal. All right, let's dive in. Question number one, what are your thoughts about taking a cranberry and D-mannose pill every day along with a great probiotic for your gut health um, in order to encourage urinary and pelvic health maintenance? Uh, you know, just to keep everything healthy down there, especially for us girls that are postmenopausal. Also wondering if sometime you would talk about postmenopause women's health for us older gals. I absolutely will. Um, and talk about things like vaginal atrophy and pelvic health, along with pelvic exercises and things to help us be aware of as you age. Yes. So all of, obviously I can't do that whole episode inside of this episode, but my thought, so we'll just talk about um, the daily stuff that you asked. You can absolutely take cranberry, D-mannose, and a great probiotic every single day. However, if you need that for maintenance, then there is a root cause that needs to be uncovered, okay? A root cause that needs to be uncovered. That is what we call trying to mask symptoms with supplements. And what we want to do is not need any supplements other than the, you know, those few micronutrients that might be missing from our diets. So I would say, number one, it won't hurt you. But number two, it is still just masking symptoms. All right. And then I will absolutely add uh, pelvic health uh, for postmenopausal women on the uh, show list for um, January 2023. All right, our next question. Good morning. How do you know if your liver pathway is open? I did a seven-day detox and I have NAFL, which stands for non-alcoholic fatty liver. I'm taking several supplements. I try to match what you recommend in your drainage and energy. Thank you for sharing your knowledge. I am always happy to share. Okay, so that is a really good question. And it's a little bit difficult to answer that based on the information I have. So I'm going to give you some information that just needs to be prefaced with. I don't have a full picture of your health history and a full picture of your current issues. But some general signs are if you're free of swelling, water retention, lymphedema, so like that puffy face in the morning. Um, number two, if you're having one to two well-formed bowel movements a day, and they can be more than that as long as they're well-formed. Number three, if you emotionally aren't quick to anger, irritability, impatience, all of those things are the, those psycho-emotional factors stored around the liver. Uh, number four, if you are not suffering from cramps and heavy PMS symptoms or painful periods. Number five, if you are sleeping all the way through the night. And number six, if any of that brain fog, fatigue, overall fussiness has kind of lifted. Now, specifically because you mentioned you do have NAFL, I would also want to look at liver function tests that your doctor has run in order to look at those improvements and see how we're improving there. Overall, for non-alcoholic uh, fatty liver disease, 
the other thing I would suggest is a detox. Now, I run a five-day, 14-day, and 21-day detox four times a year inside the Root Cause Revolution membership. Uh, we'll be starting our next one in January. Uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. And that can really be beneficial and tailored to what you need, uh, depending on if you're on any medications for fatty liver disease. Um, but that can be really helpful in getting that liver functioning again. You have to remember that with fatty liver disease, everything that you take, even supplements, has to be processed through your liver. So it's really important, while it can be you know, kind of done at a DIY status, it's really important to have someone that can recommend the right supplements to support your body and support your liver rather than giving it a whole bunch more stuff to try to process and, and further bog it down. So hopefully that helps. And I'll have all that linked up, the membership, all that stuff linked up in the show notes below. All right, next question is, do you have any advice for menopause or perimenopause? And this is our second menopause question. So I'm going to be doing a whole bunch of episodes on menopause. But um, this person asks, do you have advice for menopause, perimenopause? I still have my cycle, but things are changing. Mood, weight, skin, etc." All right, so what I find most often for people that are having those kind of troubles is that the imbalance, the root cause, is somewhere in those adrenal glands. So uh, typically it's that the adrenals need to be fed. As our sex organs slow down and eventually stop making hormones, our adrenals should really step in and produce some of those hormones for us. Not at the same level, of course. Now, unfortunately, we are, as a human race, right, often we're, we're under such a chronic stress load from all sorts of different reasons, um, that our adrenals are overworking just to manage life, right? And so when perimenopause hits, we struggle with all of these symptoms, mood, weight, skin, hot flashes, sleeplessness, that we don't really have to. So an easy way to start working on this is just to have a glass of room temperature water with a big squeeze of actual lime in it. Not the plastic squeezy bottles of lime, not the, the brand real juice or whatever, but an actual lime, cut it in half, squeeze it in there and add a pinch of good salt. So that could be pink Himalayan salt. That could be Celtic sea salt. That could be, um, real salt, the brand real salt, um, every single morning and every single night before you go to bed. And that, that glass of water should be the first thing you have in the morning. Wake up, pee, meditate, glass of water, right? Now, you can also do an adrenal food supplement if you'd like, um, but that glass, try start with a glass of water first. And then, of course, additionally, at this time in your life, it is absolutely critical to be assessing your toxin load. So the products that you use in your home and on your body, you want to avoid hormone-disrupting chemicals, um, and so that you want to look at things like any scent, anything that you have scented in your house, hand soaps, lotions, laundry detergents. Uh, if you have any of those Glade plugins, rip them out and throw them away right now. Um, air fresheners, uh, shampoos, conditioners, soaps, laundry. I think I said laundry detergent. Uh, what is that stuff? Laundry fabric softener. Um, all of those things we can have different options for. So um, what we might want to do is start in our group. Uh, women's wellness circle, find that link in the show notes. Um, we might want to start a, a toxic product swap list, but I like to use think dirty app and EWG. That's another app that you can scan product barcodes and find, um, all of the, the products that you need to swap for that as well. All right. Let's see. Next question. 
this question is, my MRI in March showed that I had the beginning of vas vascular dementia. I'm so not happy since my stroke. I've been researching essential oils to use, and I need to set up my diffuser. I just moved back home three weeks ago. We are selling our farm, and I'm moving to a senior living place. Have you, I guess my question is, have you heard of anyone using oils to help their brains? And so, um, so I want to start with I can't give medical advice, right? I don't give medical advice. I help people rebalance their bodies so their bodies can heal themselves. I hope you find that root cause and rebalance it. So really for this, we have to back all the way up and find that root cause. Um, I'm so sorry that you're going through this. And essential oils are very beneficial. They do work on the same um, pathways that you need to that you need to enhance. Um, but please know that essential oils are not a cure or anything for, for vascular dementia. That that's something that has to be tackled, um, in a multi-pronged approach. Um, the biggest thing that you can do from a natural perspective is to make sure you're eating as anti-inflammatory as possible. I would recommend doing a hair tissue mineral analysis test for heavy metal toxicity because you are, um, new to this diagnosis and see if we can do some reversal or rebalance the body to a point where uh, it doesn't progress very, very quickly. Um, big hugs to you. You know, I, I'm so sorry you're going through this. As far as essential oils go, just to boost brain function, um, I would be looking at things in the mint family. So peppermint, uh, citrus oils, of course, diffused, not applied topically or internally. And uh, I hope that helps. And then we have one last question, and that is, Audrey, what's the difference between lemon and lime in your water first thing in the morning? Well, there's probably not a ton of difference. Um, limes are closer to a natural fruit, <laughs> if you will. Um, they have more micronutrients than lemons. Um, and, in you know, a lot of ancient medicine practices like Ayurveda, uh, it's limes that are dictated, not lemons. Um, and so generally I recommend people use lime juice and if you want to use lemon, you could do that as well. Um, but limes are a little bit better. And you can, if you look up genome history of citrus fruits, <laughs> you'll kind of see where lemons and limes both fall on the, on the chart. You'll have to Google uh, genome history of citrus fruit and then click on images and you'll see a little flow chart of lemons and limes and kumquats and oranges and grapefruits and all of those things. Um, and you can see how they have been genetically bred. And I'm not saying all of them are GMO. I'm just saying genetically bred differently for different flavors of citrus fruit versus what can be found um, just growing natively or in the wild. So I hope that helps. As always, friends, I thank you so much for listening. And I cannot believe we are on season six of this little podcast. Um, thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to our listeners. Thank you, of course, to my clients and patients and family and all of those things. I wish you the most abundant blessings in the new year. And it has been my absolute honor to hang out with you for season six in 2022. And I'll be back after the holiday. See you then. Thank you for listening to the Root Cause Revolution podcast. 
be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated.